The following program is presented by Kevin Shorey Ministries, whose mission is to fulfill the Great Commission by spreading the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. Live from the A.M. Kevin Studios, located in the country music capital of the world, Nashville, Tennessee, it's time for A.M. Kevin, featuring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist, celebrating 40 years of ministry, Kevin Shorey. Today, Kevin's special guest, live from the village at the Zoo Church, Miss Fritzy Ketcher Montgomery, and another earthly story with heavenly meaning. And now... Beginning his 41st year, reaching coast to coast and around the world with the message that Jesus is the answer for this world today, is your host, Kevin Shorey. Come on, isn't it a great day to serve the Lord? Come on, somebody, let's praise Him today. Wonderful, fantastic Friday and a frenzy Friday. Come on, Lord, I want to praise you. That sound, Lord, I want to praise you. Yes, I do. Lord, I want to praise you for you're worthy to be praised. Yeah, Lord, I want to praise you. Lord, I just gotta praise you. Lord, I want to praise you for you're worthy to be praised. And Lord, I want to thank you. Lord, I've got to thank you. Lord, I want to thank you for all you've done for me. Every day, Lord, I want to thank you. Lord, I want to thank you for all you've done for me. Let me say it this way. Lord, I want to sing your praises. Lord, I sing your praises. Lord, I sing your praises. Oh, my, my. Lord, I sing your praises. From the bottom of my heart Oh Lord, I sing your praises Lord, I sing your praises Lord, I sing your praises From the bottom of my heart When you sing his praises and begin to worship him You sense his presence Lord, I sense your presence Lord, I sense your presence. Lord, I sense your presence so strongly in this place. Oh, Lord, I sense your presence. Lord, I sense your presence. Lord, I sense your presence so strongly in this place. When you don't know to say, you say, Jesus, 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 precious, Jesus, Jesus, 
is what I just sang. Lord, I want to praise you for you're worthy to be praised. And then I said, Lord, I want to thank you for all you've done for me. And then I said, Lord, I sing your praises from the bottom of my heart. And then I said, Lord, I sense your presence so strongly in this place and every day i say jesus 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 oh how i love your name no other name but the name of jesus when you sense his presence he shows up with healing and power and joy and peace i love Love to speak his name, Jesus. Oh, thank you for your presence. There's fullness of joy in your presence. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, how I love your name. Jesus, 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 oh how I love your name, yes I do, don't you love Jesus today, come on. Jesus. I love to spend time with Jesus people. Hey, Jesus people, how are you doing today? Who's in the house here on this fantastic Fritzy Friday? I see Sherry. Sherry and Nancy, this might be your first Fritzy Friday. Uh, our Idaho delegation is in the house, and Isaiah, you're going to love it. We got earthly stories with heavenly meaning. You saw the book at the beginning of the show. You know, yesterday at the beginning of the show, I forgot to mention what that picture was. Maybe I show that picture again. Just so I, I, when it snows, so when it started snowing here in, uh, uh, where am I at? Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> when it starts snowing, it's like ding, 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 puzzle time. Cause I love jigsaw puzzles. I try to get my wife into it. She's like, mm. but my kids used to join in back in the day. And now I'm just me and the dogs, they, they lay at my feet while I do the puzzle. So I finished the puzzle yesterday and thought I'd show everybody the puzzle at the beginning of the show, but I forgot to tell you what it was. There it is. That was the puzzle that I did. I don't have sound on it, so I did. But but watch. I'll look at the kitty and the doggy. I just love that. And so, I I was saying the other day, when I say people get me a uh, my family for Christmas birthday, inadvertently I get a puzzle, and I tell them five hundred pieces or less. 
But it's, I'm going to ask Fritzy if she likes to do puzzles. I have a feeling she might be a puzzle person. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I say, please, 500 or less. But they inadvertently always get me a 1,000 pieces, and it takes me too long for that. So ain't nobody got time for all that. I just want to, you know, do a puzzle and, and all that stuff. But it is not a puzzle. Or as Stuart Hamlin said, it is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. We want to uh, lift up uh, some folks in prayer today and lift up our nation and the nation of Israel today. And so let's, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer to start off in a word of prayer today. God, I thank you for this day that you have made. Clouds are rolling in. Looks like we may get some rain tonight and tomorrow. But God... I know that you are the Lord over uh, the rain and the sunshine, the clouds and the sunny days. But God, you are Lord over everything and you are our provider, Jehovah Jireh. You are our healer, Jehovah Rapha. You are our peace, Jehovah Shalom. And many, many, many more, Jehovah Sidkenu, our righteousness and our banner. And our. Uh, the, I just praise you and I thank you for who you are. If you never did one thing for us, you are worthy all by yourself just because you are God and you're worthy to be praised. We praise you today. Continue, uh, be with Jim Baker and continue healing him and get him out of his sick bed, we pray. and Continue uh, healing Joel Hemphill who just had surgery. And, and uh, Joel, I saw, uh, is sitting up and already telling stories and and uh, having a, just recuperating even quicker than the doctors anticipated. So continue healing Joel, our dear friend. Uh, financial setbacks for some, they need some miracles. We are dear friends at our church in Topeka, Kansas, Family God Church with Pastor Roger and Layla. Be with them, God. Uh, my brother Steve, he's in need right now. Bless him and help him I, and just provide for him even a better job than he had before, I pray. I pray for our nation and I ask you to lift up our nation, especially at election time. It's getting downright dirty politics, but God, somehow spread revival in this nation from our house to the church house, even to the White House, and give wisdom to our leaders, our church leaders, as well as our governmental leaders. We speak healing for those who are in need of healing today. Touch uh, those, uh, those that I can see right now, it's just a, a special prayer for them. Larry, Rowana, their friend Wally and, and Larry. Uh, uh, I see Wesley's watching from YouTube. Touch Wesley and, and Fritzy and Rick and the Zoom ministry out there, God. And be with uh, Nancy and Isaiah and Sherry, God. Be with Ruthie and touch her and help her. And, and uh, uh, I'm just thank you for those who are partners and are blessing to us. Be with Londa. There's Londa. Uh, Londa, yesterday, uh, while I'm thinking of it, I know I'm interrupting prayer, but while I'm thinking of it, Miss Londa, I sang truly, truly, truly. Remember how we used to start doing uh, that song, uh, The Crusades, with your dad? Uh, I pulled that out of the archives and sang it yesterday. You want to see that at the end of the program yesterday. But God be with Ginger and uh, and the Zeladin family and just touch them and save and set free Tammy and all the kids and grandkids and be with Nelson and Ginger and bring them healing God. But for our nation and for the nation of Israel, we speak peace in Ukraine and Russia. Peace, God. In the name that's above every name, there's some turmoil over there in Ethiopia and even the Bahamas, God, the two nations you know I love was at last year, 
God be with them. And what the enemy has meant for evil, turn around for good. And I thank you. I speak healing by the authority of the word that says, by your, by your stripes, God, we are healed. And it also says we are raised up, our quicker, our, it quickens our mortal bodies by the power of the Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead and provides for us because you are a God that shall supply all of our needs. I thank you for that and the authority in the word and by the name that's above every name. I speak healing and restoration to families. Restore back that which the enemy has stolen and save all of our family members and friends, we pray. We proclaim success in every career, business, or job, or ministry that is represented here today. Everyone with the sound of my voice, every transaction they partake in will be successful. Every goal shall be met. Every God-given dream will be accomplished. We're part of the FBI, favor, blessing, and increase, God. Success and fruitfulness as well in all our endeavors and in every ministry and in everything that we, we do. God, help us in 2024 to not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, but as the power of God unto salvation. And we'll give you praise and glory, honor, and we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, whatever. And you may be saying it, but type it too if you can on YouTube and and uh, Facebook in the name that's above every name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. There's no other name given among men where might we be saved, delivered, and healed. It is the name of Jesus. And we love Jesus around here. And uh, if you don't, I'm telling you, you're missing out. Love on Jesus because when you love Jesus, he loves you with a love that will not cease and, and, and a love that most humans don't have except when they have the Holy Spirit in their life. It's called an unconditional love, loving you just for who you are, not for what you can do for them. And that's Jesus. He paid the price. This is why I chose of all the cults and religions that I looked at in college and growing up. Uh, you know, I didn't want to take it for granted just because I was in a great household, even though that should have been a good clue, and went to a great church, that should have been a clue, but uh, I wanted to find out for myself, and there's only one that paid the price for us. The others say, you got to do this or that, but in Christianity, he did this and that so that we could be saved, and he's the only one that's still alive. The rest of them are gone, but... But Jesus is alive and well. He is the true son of the living God, and I love him. So you know what? If you don't know him, you need to find him today and accept him. He's not hard to find. He's as close as the mention of his name. So just speak his name. Like I said, call out his name, Jesus, and he will be there. Hey, Miss Robin is watching. Robin better not miss her, her pastor's show today. <laughs> Can't miss a Fritzy Friday, Robin. That's for sure. That's your, your home church. It was good seeing you too last uh, Sunday. No, last Sunday? Was it last Sunday already? Wow. Uh, well, this Sunday, uh, by the way, this Sunday I'll be singing at the uh, Music City Cowboy Church. Uh, there's a lot of cowboy churches I found out around the country. And I, I knew there was one in Branson, but I didn't know they were like, you know, all over. And one of the first ones to ever be created by Harry Yates, who's now with the Lord, and her, his wife, uh, Joanne Cash, with Johnny Cash's sister. And uh, they were friends of ours. They'd been on the program a couple times. And, and uh, I first met Joanne Cash on the Jim Baker show when a guy that did a Johnny Cash impersonation called Jackson Cash came on the show too and received Christ right there with Harry, Joanne, and Jim and I. And uh, Jackson Cash gave his life to the Lord on that show. Anybody, anybody remember that show? 
And uh, anyway, uh, Joanne uh, is now retired and handed down to another friend of ours, this ministry. Uh, I just now came up on their post. I know I couldn't find it on on uh, the regular thing either, Laura, but uh, I had to go to my my personal post, and there it was. But I'm glad you finally joined us. I'm sorry you missed a song, but the good thing about Facebook and YouTube, you can go back and watch it again. Um, so... Um, Anyway, that is the history of the Cowboy Church here in Nashville, the uh, the um, Music City Cowboy Church. So I'm going to be there singing this Sunday. I believe Larry has hooked us up so that you can hear the podcast live if you want to by, uh, I was going to say by radio, by your phone or computer. And um, uh, Larry's t- interrupting. What is he saying? During the NFL award show last night, many of the recipients thanked the Lord and offered praise to him. Thank you, Larry, for that information. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad that they did. Um, I just want to um, thank God for every opportunity they have. For the Zoo Church last week, and now Music City uh, Co- Cowboy Church this Sunday. And uh, I, I may be ministering at a church next Sunday. Ruth is... Uh, I, I'm not ministering, but I'll be at a Chuck Hughes has been a ministry friend, been on our program and does a truck stop service in Franklin, Tennessee, right off the interstate there. And, uh, through a little bit of persecution, he's endured and still ministering to truckers. At tr- and so I wanted to go down there, maybe get a picture of it or something to show y'all and Chuck have Chuck on the program. He is also a monthly AM Kevin club member, a partner. And so, um, I really appreciate, uh, Brother Chuck, speaking of AM Kevin Club members, join today. Look at this wonderful gift you give. You don't do it for the gift. But to help us go forward, if you're not become a member, you can start at $11 a month because 11 rhymes with Kevin. And we'll send you the newsletter and uh, every month and uh, the AM Kevin Club mug. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear those voices? That's Fritzy in the background. You can hear all the way from Arkansas, you can hear her. <laughs> but we have a, <coughs> a, a partnership, and, and I just love all my partners. I appreciate them so much. Nancy's a brand new one, Nancy and Isaiah, and uh, and uh, Mel's on, and uh, uh, Deborah may be watching. I never get to see her live, so I know. Uh, Laura's got her oolong tea, but Laura, I snuck in coffee today. Let me tell you the best thing with coffee coconut cream you get them in the cans sometimes they're in the uh, oriental uh you know ethnic section of your grocery store find coconut cream in a can put that puppy in your coffee like zero one at the most less than one a trace of carbs or sugar believe it or not and so it's better than milk the milk from the cow has like 10 carbs or more i mean you know, it's what makes calves into heifers, right? So that's my old saying. If you want to be a heifer, keep drinking milk. But um, the but coconut cream and co- or all coconut milk in a can. You can buy coconut milk in the cartons now, just like you buy almond milk, soy milk, uh, oat oatmeal milk, oat milk they have now. But those have carbs. A lot of those have carbs. The um, coconut cream. Find it in your 
grocer today. I don't know why I'm sharing that. I don't know, maybe because today is a wonderful holiday and uh, I don't know. It is pizza day, but I did pizza day last year. So, and I didn't feel like getting a piece of pizza again and eating it this early. So I thought uh, with the dancing frog, we would introduce this strange holiday for February the 9th of 2024. Every day is a holiday, celebrating some person, place, or thing. And here at AM Kevin, we'd love to acknowledge each and every one. Here's Kevin with today's special day. I shouldn't ask this of Larry, but every time I hear each and every, that is bad grammar. It's either each or every, but there's no, it's not proper to say. This is what my professor said in college. I had to take some English courses, which was so boring, but uh, uh, maybe I should have went more to the classes, but she always said, or maybe it was the male professor. I had two different ones. One of them said, you're not supposed to say each and every. We'll ask Fritzy. She's an English scholar. Well, let's see what she, she's a, she writes books, so she shouldn't. <laughs> each and every. You're supposed to say either each or every. But I don't want you to do, do the whole uh, commercial over, or the, the segue uh, over again. Just Anyway, I'm going to shut up and say, let's celebrate Toothache Day. That's right. Today, somebody decided that it'd be a good day to remind people to take care of their teeth because if you don't, you'll get toothaches. And it's a, even if you do, you get toothaches because I take care of my teeth. I went to the dentist, got it clean, got the checkup, and boom, they found a stinking devilish from the pits of hell cavity in my wisdom tooth. Now, I've had all my wisdom teeth until last year when they decided this one was crowding out the others on the bottom and causing me some toothache pain. So they pulled that one and it was miserable. It was, it was fine pulling it out, but they, you could hear the, the pulling and that they were, and, and they, they pulled it out. It was after the pain medication, the Novocaine wore off and it was so miserable for over a week. Do you remember me complaining on the show? Anyway. It looks like instead of trying to fill the cavity, they said, let's just pull that wisdom tooth. This is the upper one above where the lower one used to be. Otherwise, I have three of them, and now I'll have a little less wisdom after the end of this month. And so happy, happy toothache day. I don't know. How is that something to be happy about? I don't know. But let's, let's take our medicine, and God will take care of it, right? Well, it's time for Kevin's Joke of the Day. <laughs> so I thought I would tell, I was, our neighbors brought over some eggs from their chickens. That's always a good place to get eggs. Um, uh, today, this morning, and I said something about, oh, they brought some day-old bread because I once said I wanted to feed the geese or feed the turtles because... Uh, we had a couple of logs pulled out of it because it just looked kind of whatever uh, in our lake back there. And so we pulled a couple logs out onto the bank. And then this guy that brought the eggs, Paul, our neighbor, he, he cut the logs up and made some firewood out of it. 
And uh, but I was kind of I was telling him last night uh, or this morning, I, I was sad because uh, those logs were covered with turtles every day. I'd walk the dogs and I'd see 50 to no lie, 50 to 70, 80 turtles every day on those logs while well, the logs are gone, except for one. So I see a few of them, you know, poor turtles. And and so there's this one little log that's on our side of the of the bank and so I thought if I could put I looked it up and turtles like bread people feed day old bread to turtles now my wife is just against all of it it's like the turtles eat our fish the turtles do this I'm like oh. but I love the turtles so uh this morning Paul brought some day old they had some old bread they they left over I think they were old hot dog buns so I'm going to go today after the program and I'm going to put them all around the, the log unless it's raining and see if they come. So I was saying something about the bread and uh, he said, you want to, he can probably feed the ducks too with the bread. And I'm like ducks and, and, and geese, they eat more like lettuce and those kind of things. They don't, they don't really eat bread, but I'm sure he said they will though. They'll probably come up to your to your bank and the, the geese, uh, we have Canadian geese and we have some ducks occasionally. So I'm saying all this, I'm telling an earthly story with heavenly me. No, I'm not. <laughs> we'll leave that to Fritzy. Uh, so as he's leaving, he goes, you know, you feed the ducks. You got duck food, right? Duck food, right? Just like Mel said. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then it dawned on me, this joke that I would like to tell you that Mel Tillis told all the time. He recorded this even. It's about a duck goes into, uh, into a store, feed store, and said, do you have any duck food? <laughs> and the owner of the store says, no, we don't have any duck food. So the duck leaves. The duck comes back in again. And the uh, duck says, do you have any duck food? He said, I told you yesterday, we don't have any duck food. So duck leaves. Duck comes back in a third day. And Duck says, hey, buddy, do you have, quack, quack, do you have any duck food? He says, listen, I've told you for two days in a row, this is the third day you've come in. We do not have any duck food. If you come in again, I'm going to nail your web feet to the floor. So he leaves. Duck comes in the fourth day and he goes, hey, buddy, do you have any nails? And the guy says, no. He says, well, then you have any duck food? Oh, somebody tell me you got that joke. That that was uh, I. <laughs> do you have any duck food? He didn't have any nails to nail his feet to the floor. So anyway, Roger, you like that one? <laughs> That's a definitely a Roger joke if I ever heard it, for sure. Anyway, do you have any nails? No. You have any duck food? <laughs> I love that one. Tell me. I'm not the only one. Let's ask Fritzy. Was that funny? We'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further duck do, <laughs> we have the one and the only Fritzy Catcher Montgomery, the author of this book and the author of many more books to come, Earthly Stories with Heavenly Meeting. Would you welcome Heavenly Meaning? Would you welcome Miss Fritzy Catcher Montgomery? <sighs> Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you today? It's uh, what's what's I'm Arkansas great. How like are you today? doing? 
Can you hear me? Well, here you, what did you say? I said, is, uh, what is Arkansas weather like today? Does it look like behind you there? Uh, no, no. It, it's a little cloudy, and um, it may say it's 60 degrees, but it's a cold 60 to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is the same here. It's around 60, and but it, it's, it's a little bit of a cold. Yeah. Mm. It helps when the sun is out. Now, am I right about the each and every? You're an author and a, probably an English scholar. You're only supposed to say each or every, but not each and every, right? I don't know. <laughs> I, I say each and every. I mean, it depends on what I'm saying. Everybody but does. I, 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 if it sounds good, I'm going to say it. I know. My, my, my professor used to make fun of uh, even their songs that say he's going to be with you each and every day or something. And he was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. It's improper English. I won't listen to that song. He was very, he was very much a, a, a strict professor, and I, so I don't know. But I know one thing: that the word uh, "irregardless" is not a word. I know that for sure. No, that's not. No, but I no. hear people use that. Not to mention any names, but my friend J.T. Guyton. But anyway, the, the uh, <laughs> you're not supposed to say there's no. It's a double negative. It's regardless, not irregardless. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've just been blabbering on way too long. I want to get in at least two stories and uh, we need to hear from you. And hello, Wesley, and say hello to Rick for us and all that good stuff. Love you guys. Okay, I'll do all that. Yes. Well, hit us up. Is it something from the book or we got uh, another one in the coming book? It, the coming. These, these two are in the coming. All right. So we get. And, uh, and, and I am working on that, Kevin. I promise you, every day I'm working on it. That's awesome. I know it's a lot. No, it's a lot of work. People don't know. It is a lot of work. How much books yeah. are. Yeah. They're, they're really a lot of work. Yeah. So, okay. This story, it takes place when I was maybe 10 ish and my sister was maybe eight or nine ish. And we lived right outside the city limits of Little Rock. And so daddy had about, give or take, 40 chickens. And he, we had a great big chicken yard and they could run free in the chicken yard. Now surrounding the chicken yard and the back side of it and on the, on the, the other side, two sides, was thick, thick woods. I mean, lots of trees and brush. And so in those woods, you can just imagine how many predators probably lived out there. And we had a nice chicken house so at night they would go to roost in the chicken house and daddy wouldn't shut the door in warm weather. When it was really, really cold, he'd go out and shut the door so they would stay somewhat warm. Sure. But when he would hear at night them cackling and, and you could tell the chickens were upset, then he would go get his shotgun, he would load it, get his big flashlight, and he would get my sister Sue and out to the chicken yard they would go. Now Sue's responsibility was to hold the flashlight. And so on this one particular night, he heard the chickens and they were just all upset after they had gone to roost. And he gets his shotgun, his flashlight, and he gets Sue and off he goes. But whatever was out there was no longer there or it hid, he didn't see anything and they come on back. But the next morning, he found one of his hens dead. It had been attacked. And so he thought about that, and he came up with a plan that he was going to take his dead chicken 
and put her down in a 50-gallon barrel. And the predator would smell that and come back, and he would be able to climb in, wow. but he wouldn't be able to get out. Yeah. And so the next night, sure enough, we heard the chickens, and they were just cutting up. And he goes, gets his shotgun, he loads it, flashlight, and he tells Sue to go with him. And she just gets up and just goes out, out there with him. And me, I'm in the living room. I'm standing up in front of mom. My head is buried in her chest. My hands are over my ears. And she's got her arms around me because I know what daddy's getting ready to do. And silently to myself, I'm praying for the predator. I know what's gonna happen and I'm praying for him. And in, in just a little bit, I hear this big boom. Dad's shotgun has gone off. And in a little bit, he and Sue comes walking in and Sue goes just calmly back to whatever she was doing. And daddy comes to the living room and says, it's all taken care of. Now he knew which girl to take with him. He took the right one. He took Sue, she backed her ears and she done what needed to be done. Me on the other hand, I wouldn't have held the flashlight to where daddy could have found the predator. I would have been crying, daddy, don't shoot him, don't kill him. He won't do it again, let him go. So daddy knew what he was doing. So what is the heavenly meaning to this? Mm -hmm. There is one, is that each and every one of us, we are different and we each have something to do. Sue and I are very much alike in many ways, but in some ways we're different. And so in our walk with God, God has given each one of us different abilities, different talents, and, and we should be using those. We should be doing what God would have us to do. There's no such thing in God's work as something small or something big. Yeah. It's all extremely important. Yeah. So whether that's singing, it's teaching, or van, cooking, baking, cleaning, we need to find our niche and we need to do it to the best of our ability. Whatever we do, we need to do it for God anyway, but we need to get involved and do something and make sure that is what God would want us to do and not trying to do something that we want to do or it looks like it would be a cool position. Every position, every job is important in God's work. So in Ephesians 4, 16, for whom, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So how awesome it would be if we were all in our right place doing what God wants us to do. Yes, yes. He's given each of us, each part of the body. It's so important. And if, yeah, if we just do our part, that's it, though. If we just do our part, then yeah. everything falls into place. Um, and there's no such thing as a small part. Nope. nope. You know, we, we might say, well, somebody, uh, well, all she does is watch the babies in the nursery. That's extremely important. Yeah. You oh. know, every job is important. Yeah, no, it totally is. You know, I it, uh, it dawned on me, or... This, the idea of this, every part is important, even the smallest part, and there's other parts, but, but when I had vertigo, 
the, the crystals in your ear, I didn't know there were crystals, uh, the, the little crystals in your ear get displaced and it moves around so that you, you could pass out if you're standing up. You're so dizzy, you're throwing up the whole thing. It's horrible. Just a little part in your ear, out of place, wrecks your whole body where you can't function. And uh, that's how God just set this up. I mean, the, the doctor told me about this, how it's such a miracle. Uh, and I'm thinking a miracle of God that even the smallest thing, like a small crystal you could not barely even see, out of place, just wrecks the whole body. And that's the body of Christ. We all have to pull together. And and uh, thank God for each, uh, you know, the Bible in Romans and as well as this scripture in Ephesians, uh, just says how important we all are. And uh, and you're so very important to us, Fritzy, so much that we've got to hear one more earthly story with heavenly meaning for sure. We're so thankful for you. And I'm thankful for all my partners too, by the way, because without you, you know, we couldn't do this. I, I couldn't, you know, we just got our, our new electric bill. Oh, I don't, I don't even want to put it out in the air because I'm not going to be discouraged, devil, but you know, the biggest electric bill, let's just say it, that I've ever seen. And I don't know if it's adding the studio on. I, I don't know what it is, but uh, uh, we, I don't know how uh, we're going to take care of it, but we are. And it's $700 for a little, just electricity. Oh. It's like, oh, I can put so much in the kingdom for that. Oh, and I'm so, uh. but the fact that we can, you know, we'll, we'll somehow be able to do it is because of everybody doing their part whether it's the $11 or the $41 or whatever it is so it's not just in giving but in works and in praying together it, prayer changes people people change things things change with prayer and well anyway you got me preaching on that but I know you've got another great subject let's hear it Miss Fritzy okay well this story happened when I was probably about 17 or 18 okay just a few years ago just a very few years ago. That is correct. A flattery, by the way, will get you Thank everywhere. You. Uh, so let me just let me just tell you that I just don't bake. I didn't bake then. I don't bake now. I don't like to bake. And the reason being, I don't like to follow recipe directions. Mm. So if it says three eggs, I look at it and say, hey, two will work. Or that looks like a, uh, that's close enough to a cup. I mean, I, do, I don't do the exact. <laughs> My mom did. And Wesley does, but me, no. But for some reason on this day, I asked mom about, could we, you know, could I bake a cake from scratch? Now we had cake mixes, but for some reason, I wanted to bake a cake from scratch. And she said, sure. So I get one of her mini recipe books. And it's one of those kind, it's from a, a, it's from a church that was just not too far from our house, Primrose Methodist Church. And had recipes in there from their church members as well as the community. And you know what I'm talking about. It has a little spiral back. Mm -hmm. and, and you go, you know, it has all kinds of recipes. So I go over to the recipes for cakes. And I begin to get the ingredients and set on the table. Mom's sitting in the kitchen with me. And she sees what I've got on the table. And she said, wait, wait now. You haven't got the flour down. I said, you don't need flour. And she said, oh, yeah, if you're going to make a cake, you need flour. I said, Mom, you do not. And she said, yeah, you, can, you cannot make a cake without adding flour. I said, Mom, this recipe doesn't call for flour. 
She said, well, I, I've never heard of making a cake from scratch <laughs> that the recipe didn't call for flour. I said, well, you've heard now. And she said, well, I don't, I don't think so. And, and I said, okay, okay, let me, let me just read the ingredients to you. And I wasn't at the level of being smart alecky, but I was acting like I knew so much more than she did. So I read the directions and I said, did you hear me say flour? And she said, well, no, I didn't. So this recipe doesn't call for flour. So I put in what, what the ingredients were. And she kept saying, I just never heard of making a cake from scratch without flour. And I thought, wow. You know, anyway, I made the cake. I poured the batter up in two pans. Like, you know, you're going to make a two-layer cake. And then I put it in the oven for the allotted time. When it was time to take it out, I put it on the cooler. That all I was supposed to do. I was really proud of myself. But when I dumped the, the layers out, they were not as thick as a pancake. And I said, Mom! Mom, what in the world do you think happened? She said, I don't know, but it looks like maybe it, it needed flour. And I rolled my eyes. Well, she didn't see me roll my eyes up in my head, but I did. And I thought to myself, I didn't dare say it out loud. Let it go. It did not call for flour. <laughs> so I just very nicely said, Mom, it's not a lack of flour, it's some other reason. Because remember, the recipe did not call for flour. And one more time she said, I can't imagine making a cake without flour. I cannot either. <laughs> well, I, I, well, I can't even now. So several days later, several days later, incidentally, those layers were hard and dry. Yeah. I don't even think we ate them. <laughs> So several days later, I get, I don't know why, but I get that same little church cookbook out and I opened up the cover, just open up the cover and there would be the church's name and address. And down below, there was a note added after it came back from the printers. And it said, note on page 56. <laughs> and there was the cake's name. It says, be sure to add two cups of flour. And I started talking out loud and praying, dear God, please, please don't let that be the silly cake that I tried to make. And so I'm turning the pages. I get to page 56 and yes, sir, that's the cake that calls for two cups of flour. So I go in the living room and I show mom and I said, mom, you were right. You were right. It needed two cups of flour. And we both laughed. She could, it was a, the perfect time for her to say, I told you so, but she didn't. We just both laughed. So with that said, what is our lesson to learn from that? Mm. Is mom knew what she was talking about. She baked and she was an expert baker. She was really good at what she done. And she knew what she was doing. And I, on the other hand, acted like I knew what I was doing. And I did not. I absolutely didn't know. And I should have paid a I should have paid attention to her. I should have paid, listened to my mama, but I didn't. Because mom knows what she was doing. In our walk with God, we might hear his word, but we might think, oh, 
I know what I'm doing. I, I really don't need to talk to God about that, or I don't need to listen to him. And we go about doing our own thing. And I don't know why we think that God thinks that's okay. And he winks and, and we're a different case. We're, it's all going to work out. But it never works out. It's always some type of disaster. And God gives us his word that has wisdom and direction in it. But he also will put people in our lives that are godly, good people that can give us good advice and good help us to make those better decisions but when we are stubborn and we're not going to listen it's always going to be a mess it, and then we wonder why we're in the mess that we're in well that's because we're not paying attention to god so and you'll know this verse by heart is that in james 1:22, it says be doers of the word yes. and not hearers only deceiving yourself we can hear the word but if we don't apply it and pay attention to it. We're just we're just fooling ourselves. That's right. That's right. That's right. We we need the word of God. We need God in our life. Yeah. I mean, and there's so many that are just as adamant as you were that day, cooking that cake, baking that cake. Mm -hmm. That uh, mm -hmm. they can do fine without God, or that God's yeah. you know uh, I'll be fine without God, but. It is so, um, dis it, the, the enemies deceived them, made them blind. And, and you know, and the thing about uh, that's different than the recipe book that was missing the two cups of flour, the good book has all the recipe in there and everything that we need so we can just accept Christ and receive him in our hearts and our life. And I hope... That's right. Somebody will today. I hope when you're listening to this today that you will, uh, from this message, will get the whole recipe and accept Jesus Christ into your heart and life. And for those that know Christ, will use the gift that God has given you. And uh, this is some rich teaching, Miss Fritzy. Uh, thank you so much. Will you say a prayer for us before you uh, go back to doing the zoo things you do? I will. I sure will. Father, we just thank you. Thank you so much that, that you love us so much and you only want the best for us. And God, it's a time. It's time now that we get serious. We get serious about what you have given us to do and start doing it. And if we don't know to seek to seek you to find out what where we need to be and what yes. we need to be doing. And Father, it's time also that we pay close attention to you that is so much more than just going to church on Sunday. It is a lifestyle. It's every day, everywhere we go, with every person that we're with. And Father, help us to get serious and live completely sold out to you. And Father, if there are those here that's hearing this prayer, that they're in doubt, they're not sure, they may have the attitude and the thought process, well, uh, I hope I get to heaven, I, I, and it's all just on hope, and we'll find out when I get there. Father, I just ask that you put a, such a, a a burden that could convict them so that they will get that right, that, that they know that they know. And Father, I just ask that, that anyone out there that has never asked Jesus into their heart, that it is so simple just to call on his name and to just put their trust in him. Yes, and I ask you, Father, that anyone that's listening here that um, it's going through any kind of situation, hurt. Uh, we've all got problems in our life. 
to touch them and to help them to know and encourage them that you're always right there with us, that you're holding us up and you're lifting us up and you've already gone before us and taken care of us. Even if we, as we go through it, that you're still right there with us. We just thank you so much for that kind of love that you've never, never left us. I pray for Kevin and his ministry and all that he's doing and reaching the world. Father, just again, help us to get serious with what we're doing, knowing that the most important thing that we've got in our lives is to be doing for you and, and following your will. And I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. What a powerful prayer. I just felt anointing here. And so let it touch you. Let it reach out to you right now, folks that are watching. I, I just pray that uh, it's more than just the, you, you remember, it's not just about the story. It's the heavenly meaning behind it, and you will accept it. And uh, thank you, Miss Fritzy. Now, they can watch you every day, right, or every night. When is you, When are you on Facebook? Uh, well, they, they can watch me. I usually try to post a devotion, and we're on about five. But I do a daily devotion, and it's anywhere from two to three minutes long. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, Phyllis watches it. So um, uh, it's, it's on my Facebook. Well, it's on the Zoo's Facebook, too. Okay, yeah. So the Zoo Facebook, Fritzy Kitcher Montgomery, you can find her there. And, uh, and if you don't have the book, make sure you get the book, uh, Earthly Stories with Heavenly Meaning. Thank you, Fritzy. Thank you, Wesley. Thank you, guys. Well, what Kevin, a blessing. thank you. Do I get thank to see you, you in a couple much. weeks? Are you going to yes. be back in a couple weeks? Okay. Yeah. We'll see you in a couple weeks. God okay. bless you. All right. Okay. Love y'all. Take care. Love y'all. Bye. Yes. Bye. This has been another Earthly Story with Heavenly Meaning with author Fritzy Ketcher Montgomery. You can read more stories in her book, Earthly Stories with Heavenly Meaning, available online from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Thank you, Fritzy Ketcher Montgomery. And we need to work together for one cause. That's to let people know, like I say every day, that Jesus is the answer for this world today. Sandy Bernard, I just saw you on. Sandy, I love you. I, I sure miss your husband with all my heart. And uh, I'm thankful for you and your wonderful sense of humor always. <laughs> she likes Fritzy's accent. Come on, I'm going to pull something uh, from my brain. I'm going to try. I, I, I wrote down a few notes, but let's see. I can remember this song, but I think this is a great song for us working together and whatever talents God has given, whatever gifts God has given us that we work this together. I think I have time for this song. Let's put it in. Ah, sometimes it's hard for me to understand why we pull away from each other so easily even though we're all walking the same road yet we build dividing walls between our brothers and ourselves 
care what label you may wear because if you believe in Jesus you belong with me the bond we share that's all I care to see and we can change this world forever if you will join with me come on join and sing sing that you're my brother you're my sister so take me by the hand together we will work until he comes there is no foe that can defeat us we're walking side by side i know as long as there is love we will you see the day the day's gonna come when we will be as one and with a mighty voice together we will proclaim that Jesus Jesus Christ is King and it's gonna echo through the earth it's gonna shake the nations and the world will see see that you're my brother you're my sister so take me by the hand together we will work until we come there is no As long as there is love, I know we will stand. Come on, shine with me. Shine and sing, sing. Come on, sing. He sing your mind. So take me by the hand Together we will work Until it comes I know there is no foe that can defeat us When we're walking side by side As long as there is love I know we will stand So take me by the hand Together we will work Until he comes There is no foe that can defeat us When we're walking side by side And as long as there is love
There's no foe that can defeat us when we're walking side by side. As long as there's love, we will stand. Sorry about the little delay in that track. It was uh, somebody calling me, of course. Don't they always? Always somebody. Somebody texting me. Somebody calling me. Oh, oh I see. It was you owe today on your car payment. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that. Come on. I love God's people. I love when we come together in the name of Jesus. But as long as there is love, we will stand. We will stand. We will overcome. We'll do more than stand. We're going to overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimonies. We work together with the gifts God has given us. Thank you so much, Fritzy Ketcher Montgomery. What a great and a full week next week. I'm so excited. Jan Buckingham is coming back with Terry Lynn Blues together in one explosive show. Mark Thomas is coming back. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember his great singing and piano playing, but Mark Thomas, great uh, a producer and singer, arranger, and songwriter. Chenille Sheeran will be back to sing with her beautiful soprano operatic voice. And a group that's not been here before, husband and wife called Pearly Gates. They will be here in the studio a big week next week. Please, please don't miss. And uh, you like the short reels? Uh, watch the short reel, comment on it, please, and share it. Also, please go to our YouTube channel and sign up if you're not part of the AM Kevin Club on the YouTube channel. And uh, also listen and tell people to listen. People can't watch a show, but some a whole show, maybe they can listen in their car when they're driving or traveling or they want to listen to something before they fall asleep. You can listen to this show on every platform in the world world on our, from our podcast network it's it's it, they're all over so uh god bless you god bless fritzy montgomery i appreciate her and i appreciate you so very much come on have a great weekend we'll see you on family monday to, on monday and then tuesday wednesday uh, you know a guest every day of the show of the week next week so until then man stay in prayer we need it now more than ever and uh just uh, stand up for Jesus and let everybody know Jesus is the answer for this world today. Above him, there is no other. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except by Jesus, who is the answer for everyone. See you Monday. Have a great weekend. Or listen to us on Music City, uh, Music City Cowboy Church. I'll be singing there this Sunday. See you. Bye. This brings to a close another edition of AM Kevin. We're glad you could join us. If you'd like to contact us, you can call us at 844-47-KEVIN. That number once again is 844-475-3846. Or you can write us at Kevin Shorey Ministries, P.O. Box 222, Pleasant View, Tennessee, 37146. Our email address is kshoreymen at aol.com. And you can visit our website, kevinshorey.com. Join us again next time when we present another edition of AM Kevin. And remember, Jesus is the answer for this world today. AM Kevin is part of the outreach ministry of Kevin Shorey Ministries, Inc., all rights reserved.